Welcome to this week's album, a book club but with music. Every Wednesday during a discussion that is streamed live on Twitch and YouTube, we discuss this week's album before then picking the album for the following week. Enjoy our discussion on this week's album. If you're listening on Spotify, you can listen to our Spotify exclusive episodes where you can hear some of the songs we discuss. Jake, how are we? Ah, I am here. <laughs> Take seven. No, we could. We had some small technical difficulties that you Spotify listeners will never know of. Well, they know now. <laughs> Raise um, the curtain. It's over. We're yeah, done. That's it. So this Three toddlers in a trench coat. So this week we have, as you just touched on there, Jake, it's Death Metal Week. So we've been going through the random genre generator. Um, yep. trying to find a genre that Piggy would like. Um, although something tells us um, we already know the answer to whether or not Piggy would like this genre or not. Um, no. But look, we said we'll do it anyways. So this week's album was Behemoth, and the album itself was called I Am... The not- Satanist. There you go. So The Satanist by Behemoth. 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 Behemoth, sorry. You're Why right. are you pronouncing that wrong? I don't know. Because you're saying it phonetically rather than the way it's written. Ah, uh, okay, okay. You're also Irish. You have a little bit of an accent if you didn't know. <laughs> so, come here. Look, we had a few questions in the Discord as well about the album. Um, yeah. So, I'm going to just throw out a question to the floor, really. So, did you all listen to the album? Piggy's in the Discord, and uh, he's also going to be on the Twitch chat. And then we have a bunch of other people that are usually with us on the Discord and the Twitch chat as well. So mm-hmm. chime in, guys. We'll have a read of the the, the comments. And let us know, did you just listen to the album? But also let us know your thoughts on the album. So, yeah. Jake, what about yourself? Yeah. Did you listen to the album from start to finish? Oh, yeah, of course. I'm not picky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, on that note as well, like I, I only listened to the album for the first time about three hours ago. Yeah. Um, I really, really, really wasn't in a rush to listen to this album. Yeah. And I mentioned it to one of my mates last night, who I have very, very similar taste in music to, that this was the album. Um, and he was like, oh, I've seen them live. And I was like, no way. And he he's like, I think you might like them. So I was like, oh, okay. You're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what about you, Jake? Coming into this week before listening to the album, did you have any preconceptions as to whether or not you would enjoy the album oh god i thought this was going to be a miserable experience um i like metal as much as the next guy but there turns into that that tier where if i have difficulty understanding what you're singing because you've decided that you sound like you permanently need a cough drop in your throat (laughs) you start to lose the appeal to me now I did the same thing you did this week, which I do every week. I listen to the album about two hours, three hours before we record, but usually that's my second, third listen. It's not my first, but this time it, I did the exact, I was not looking forward to this one. And do you know what, Jake, you, you, I, I want to touch on what you just said there as well, though. Like, I wasn't looking forward to this album either, and when I was listening to the album, I was about two songs in, and I was like, right, I don't like this album. And it's very much so the reasons that you just said there. And I was thinking about it, like, my thoughts came to, the conclusions I came to were that, to me, this 
when I'm li- listening to an album, I'm hoping for either lyrics that I can understand yeah. or or a melody of some sort. And I wasn't getting either of those. So I was really... Like, I looked at the album and it's 45 minutes and I was like, I was three minutes in and I was like, oh no, I have another 40 minutes of this. Like, so, yeah. so I was trying to think to myself, what's a good, like... Because like, I was sitting down with headphones on, no distractions, and I was like, no, this is not how to listen to this album. So I was like, right, maybe I will play the PlayStation and listen to it while playing the PlayStation. But that that was what happened with my mindset three minutes in. What about you? What what did you do when you were listening? Did you just focus fully on the album or did you have any distractions? Oh, no, I worked. Because <laughs> I, uh, as you know, and a lot of our viewers know, I, I work up until the moment we go live. Uh, shoot, sometimes I work while we're recording even. And... Um, I my I leave my last listen is just kind of a refresher, something to make sure everything's like bright in my head and not, you know, oh, I listened to it four days ago. I think this. It's like, no, no, you know that's how that melody was. But th- there was a, a time when I I did have a little downtime where I could focus and I okay. I don't know Polish. I don't know Latin. <laughs> like, well, I know Latin as well as anybody who knows Latin. But half this album is sang in either Polish or Latin, it feels like. And then you couple on top of it the man's voice, which I'm sure he's great. I'm sure he's well-loved in the industry, it seems like. (laughs) But it's like, man, those three effects right there were enough to start off the album and make me go, "Uh Mm. uh-oh. They're going to be a long listen. Yeah. and there were bright spots, but that guy's voice just—I don't know. And and if Belfast is out there, Belfast seems to be our resident guy who really knows his death metal and his heavy metal. Uh, he is at the dentist getting some work done. I'm not sure if he's back yet, but if he pops in, maybe we can get his thoughts on you know—is this guy's voice really what they're looking for in that scene? Because if it is, great, he's doing what he wants to do and doing doing it well. But you and I really have no. You know, we don't have a line to judge that on because you and I don't know this music. Yeah, and I was having a chat with someone about it today. And and I, I didn't want to say this now because it's cliche and we keep saying it. But it's like the thought that came into my mind was it's just not for me, you know? And, yeah. And I know Piggy says it all the time and it's become a bit of a joke. But, like, honestly, God, that's how it felt, like, that this album just isn't for me. Um, and at the end of the day, another thing Piggy always said was the first three songs said it to me, and I wasn't sold after the first three songs. No, I mean the only thing I was sold on after the first three songs was the undeniable skill of that damn drummer. Hundred percent, Jake. That's what I, that's what I said today when I was having a chat with someone about this. That the drummer was incredible. Holy God, that drummer. Like, seriously, maybe one of the best drummers I've ever heard in my life. And I've heard a lot of metal music and stuff. I've heard a lot of stuff. But think about it. It's not just his speed, like his technical precision. Like, there's no question that he's not doing everything with a purpose. Mm. And like Anthony just said there, the the guitar kept me going by track six. I wanted drum lessons. So it was track six where I was like, oh, finally a good song. Um, But that was largely part of the drummer. So I was just sitting there. So track six was The Satanist. 
saw the namesake there. So I was just sitting there listening to namesake, uh, listen to the to Satanist, and just thinking, "Fuck, that drummer is incredible." Yeah, just so good. And the other instrumental metalists are great too. Hey, and welcome. We have a new viewer in the chat. Dimes are zero. Says metalhead here. You haven't picked the gentlest introduction to the genre, and I um, think that's a that's a fair assessment. <laughs> and as well, based on the name there, I'm like Dimebag. Dimebag Daryl. Yeah, I'm assuming. Like, and I will say, look, when I was listening to this album today, I was like, there are bands that I like that I thought this would have been similar to. So, for example, mm -hmm. In Flames, they're a band I like. And when I was sitting there today to think, listen to this, I was like, why do I like In Flames but not like this? So I googled the band In Flames, and what came up on Wikipedia was, in Flames pioneered genres known as Swedish death metal and melodic death metal. And okay. when I read that that final piece there, melodic death metal, I was like, that makes perfect sense because I was only saying that there was no melody or lyrics that I could hear, like understand. So that will explain why I like In Flames because there's a melody there as well as lyrics I could understand, you know? Right, so, yeah. So to touch on that, death metal... At its core, I don't think I'm a fan of. Or, as Dimes are said there, maybe it's just the album itself I'm not a fan of. But I would be a fan of melodic death metal, probably. Or at least yeah. in flames. <laughs> Which is really weird that you said that, because I'd never heard of melodic death metal before, but I looked up just now where you were talking, one of the heavy, heavy metal bands that I know I really do enjoy, and it's Devil Driver. And right there, they're called melodic death metal. Like there must be something to that melodic in front of it that made them want to separate themselves from just being raw death metal. Maybe, maybe that's something we need to add into the M's like, and give, and give metal, give death metal another shot. They give, give it another shot as it's subgenre. Like, yeah. Cause that's it. At the end of the day, death metal is, Apparently, like it is a genre in itself, but there's subgenres underneath that. So, yeah, it's worth looking into. I agree. Yeah, Piggy, I Piggy wouldn't agree, but I agree. Well, he says this Piggy fella sounds like he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> and Dimeser says he thinks you make a very fair assessment, and I agree. So, Dimeser, then I'm just curious, right? Based on your suggestion, or based on your like your metalhead, right? If you were to introduce someone to the genre, what would you recommend? And then, like I've, sorry, Jake. I, I've I've been around. I mean, Mastodon. I'm I, now I'm like questioning everything I know about metal, like because like now I'm thinking about like Mastodon and March of the Arachnids and stuff, and it's like they're not death metal. Like they're all these melodic and these other subgenres. I've blown my own mind. Okay. <laughs> mm. Okay. And then, so by the end of the album, Jake, where you, like, the only positive I could find was the drummer. I thought the drummer was incredible. Could you get much positives out of this album? The, the instrumentalists were very skilled. And, and like I said, I hate to fully say nothing but negative things about, I hate to say nothing but negative things about the singer without being well-versed or intelligent enough to in the subject to actually talk about if that's a good metal voice. Like, cause if that is, if that's what people are looking for, if, if, if 
if that way stands up against the competition, I really don't want to sit here and bash him from a standpoint of ignorance on the matter. No, I agree. And that's why I was saying about what Piggy always says, like, it's just not for me. There's, like, yeah. there's, there's people out there that love that genre. Does like the the band are clearly making a living off of it, you know? And, right. Um, I'm just well, we, not the, the target audience myself. Yeah, exactly. And a, and a great example of what we've done is like, and Piggy's out here, so I'll bring it up. It's the weekly tradition is Ween. Uh, Ween is undeniably loved. Ween is undeniably superstars in their own right, but they're just not for everyone, mm. you know? And, and this well, could be the case. Sure. And even like, I was surprised that I didn't like this album based on Girl Band, for example. So hmm. you you and Piggy thought that was just a lot of noise, and now it is noise rock. <laughs> I love girl band, but just couldn't get into this album, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just <laughs> I I would listen to this. What the lines I just said? The best part of Behemoth or Behemoth or whatever is the singer is a judge on the Polish version, version of the voice. That's so he clearly knows. He clearly knows. And welcome, Belfast. Uh, we were just talking about you, buddy. Hope your dentist appointment went well. Hope you had a good time with your wife. Never apologize for being late. Uh, and, and maybe you can weigh on this uh, too. And we were going to ask you, and I'd love to hear what Dimeser and you both say is the, the voice, the singer then. Like, is this a staple? Is this a good metal voice? But as well, my like, mind is just blown that he's a judge on the Polish version of the, of the voice. He, he must be a well-respected musician in his own right, you know? Um, but also, um, yeah, sorry, yeah, just that, that just blew my mind. Interesting. Yeah. But uh, then as well, on the Discord, right? So there, there were questions this week and comments as well as that, you know? So I'm just looking yeah. here, like, um, Belfast said, question, would you give other types of bands from this genre a try? And do you think death metal in itself would be a genre you have to be on the right frame of mind for? We were just talking about this. Hmm. Well, in, in terms of the right frame of mind for, I'm not entirely sure of that. Um, like, And I'm not even sure if that was like... I don't know. Like, I, I can't see myself ever being into this genre itself other than the subgenres, you know that i mentioned earlier yeah so yeah which i'm like digging into right now <laughs> like yeah and i'm also trying to think no matter what my mind mindset is i don't think i'd ever like this album no i'm not sure i actually could ever enjoy this album and i think part of it is the singer and that makes me wonder if you takes this takes yes if yes takes English well, I swear to God. Uh, if you take the singer from a group that we know we like, someone like Devil Driver or like who would you mentioned earlier? I'm sorry. Me, uh, In Flames. Or In Flames. You take the singer from one of those and you put them with the instrumentalists from, you know, the Behemoth. Are, do we have an album we would listen to? Is our Is our disdain about this album just purely in the singer? I don't know, but like, well, for me, it's, it's not just purely on the singer, right? The singer was one thing, but the, for me, was like there was no moment where I could, like, for example, with In Flames, they have a song like off the top of my head called "Take This Life," where it's like "Take This Life," 
you know, and you can kind of sing along to it. Where with this band, there was not one single song where I could sit there and kind of sing along to it, you know? Um, yeah. Or, like, like to me, obviously there's rhythm in it, but, like, to me, there was no, like, melody that I could just sit there bopping my head around like that. So that's not the singer's fault. It's just, for me, there was no catchy tune, regardless yeah. of the lyrics or beat, you know? But right. also to touch on there, so I just said, traditional death metal is full-on Cookie Monster vocals, which he doesn't do. I can take it or leave it. Their stage show is generally excellent. So I mentioned my mate seen them live. He said they were very good live, actually. Um, I wonder what I liked them live. I don't know. So let me Google another band. So I, I went to see In Flames live years ago. It was a fantastic gig. I also went to see Sepultura live. That was a fantastic gig. Now, what would Sepultura fall under? Hmm, I've never even heard of them, so I'm not quite sure. But I can touch on uh, nothing in the jet because I thought there'd be something new other than Belfast saying he only got a checkup at the dentist and he has a root canal coming up. Oh, you poor man. We both feel for you. Nobody likes the dentist. So, so Sepultura would fall under groove metal, trash metal, and death metal genres. Um, interesting. So Sepultura, I would have liked them when I was younger. Um, maybe I will revisit them just to see if I still like them as an adult. So another one there then, right? So Butters asked in the Discord, what do you guys think the overarching theme or message of the album was? So I couldn't get anything from it. I honestly that couldn't. He said, yeah, oh, yeah. obviously a lot of religious themes and actually found a pretty interesting one in Messi Noir. Oh, he caught a lot more there than I did because I didn't catch anything. He's got those young ears. We must be too old to understand what the hell this guy's saying. <laughs> no, I think there are times where you can tell. And I think a lot of heavy metal and a lot of black metal, death metal, whatever you want to call it, which I know are all different genres. Uh, I think a lot of times they have overarching religious themes. Usually the concept is you know, fuck religion, uh, hail Satan. But at the same time, he had a whole, if I remember correctly, let me find it here. There's a whole chunk in the song, In the Absence of Light, where he does a whole spoken word poem, you know, about how he doesn't believe in God. Give him man, forget the gods. It's from a, a drama called The Marriage. Um, Sorry, did you which, look that up? Like, or did you know that when you were listening? No, I looked that up. Yeah. No, but, so yeah. the first part you said there that he's, re he's reading the poem, was it, did you just say? Uh, so in the song, In the Absence of Light, uh, and I remember it's about halfway into the middle of it, the music stops and he does a spoken word quote from the drama, The Marriage. But he does it, and here's the part that kills me, is he sings his album in English, I think. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was singing in English, and then he does this spoken word quote excerpt in Polish. And I'm sitting there like, I have no idea. I, that's how I looked it up because I was like, I got to figure out what the fuck he's saying here. Like, this has to be important. If a, if a death metal band stops their playing to do a spoken word section, there's got to be a reason. Mm. Yeah. So what was the reason? Did you say it there? I didn't catch it. Uh, hang on. No worries. I'll read what Porter says there. Sorry, sorry, Iron and Apples. Uh, Messier Noir, Black Mass. The first couple lines are like the Anti-Apostles' Creed, which is a prayer that is often spoken by the congregation during Mass. 
Anthony hmm. said, I would listen to it again. I did let Spotify play more of their stuff. I managed a head pop, though nothing I would significantly remember. Belfast then said, For metal in itself, I think Sabaton or even Ramstein's live shows are pretty damn excellent and really bring out the creativity in their music. But I know we're in the black metal genre, but I really enjoy Amon Amart or even Cradle of Filth in their old days. Interesting. Mm. So like when I was younger, I definitely tried out Ramstein and Cradle of Filth. I was never a fan of Cradle of Filth, but a friend of mine is convinced I would enjoy them. Um, but I did enjoy Ramstein when I was younger. Nice. Even though I didn't understand his words. But it was like like I said earlier, to me, even if I don't understand the words, if they have a melody, sometimes I can get behind that too. Huh. huh. Well, Dan, that's a uh, very interesting for metal stuff. Yeah, yeah, Ramstein. That's the that's the Duhast people. I remember I first ran into Ramstein in a snowmobile video game that was on the N64. And don't ask me why I remember this because I don't because I don't fucking know. <laughs> uh. So to, to kind of touch on some of this stuff we would talk about each week, right? I wouldn't revisit this album, but I would be open to checking out more of their albums just to see because like. Ween, for example, right? When I first, mm-hmm. like, I hated Ween when I was younger. And then I read a comment where somebody said Ween didn't have a bad album. And I was like, wait, what? So I listened to every Ween album to see what he was missing that I, or what he was catching that I was missing, you know? Yeah. And then it clicked and I became a fan. So with that said, I'm open to listening to more of their, more, I'm open to listen to more albums from these to see what I'm missing. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd listen to more heavy, heavy metal like this just to see. I don't know if I'd listen to this guy because his voice just isn't my thing, but, you know. Yeah, but and like PF- I said, I'd listen to other albums just to see if he does the same or not. Because if he does the same all the time, I wouldn't be interested. Yeah. Patu says he saw Ramstein live once. It was an epic show. See, I and I've heard these metal shows and... and um, you know, our, our new uh, viewer Dimes or just said earlier, their stage show for this is awesome. Or is generally excellent, as we said. And I've seen, you know, some live shows, some clips and stuff from like death metal, heavy metal shows. And the shows do seem like they're fucking something else to be at. Which and, and would be... This is part of the conversation I was having today with someone that, and I said it earlier that when I was listening to it, I was sitting there with headphones on and I was like, right, this isn't the setting, this isn't the time or place. So I turned mm. on the PlayStation and I was like, maybe this is the time or place. But the talk came into my mind was, maybe rocking out at a concert is the time and place. All I know is me sitting at home listening to it is not the time and place. Right, so, yeah. So I can see that, I can see that. Yeah, maybe the time is time and place is at the, at the, at the concert. <laughs> mm. okay. And then Belfast said, uh, Cradle's music I love. Because of the melody and the sound they play, they always have a haunting background for the vocals. Maybe I will check out Cradle Field. Maybe I will. Mm, there you go. So, Jake, you won't be open to, t- to listen to more of Behemoth or Behemoth. <laughs> I mean, it'd be a song-by-song kind of basis. You find something that you found interesting and want me to listen to it, link it, then maybe, yeah. But, you know, I'm not going to go out and look for it myself. 
Dimeser says, quite honestly, if you didn't like the Satanists, I wouldn't bother exploring Behemoth further. Probably not for you. There are lots of there's lots of other stuff to try. Perfect. That's yeah, fair. That settles that. So, yeah, um, I did find it interesting that this album does have one strange connection to to the best album we've ever done on this podcast. To Rory Gallagher. To Brown Bird Soul. <laughs> <laughs> and it's that this guy uh, got diagnosed with leukemia right before he started finishing the album. And he had to go into treatment. Interesting. Now, it, obviously, we know it worked. And we all know how the David Lamb saga with Brown Bird played out. But two very different sides of the coin. But mm. Uh, yeah, neat little uh, neat little connection there. Sad, but neat. And just, just FYI, so previously in the Discord, Patu said, Death Metal is one of my least favorite genres. Surprised I didn't hate it, to be honest. So just letting you know. So guys, let us know your thoughts on the album before we move on away from it. Um, actually, so I didn't have a favorite song. I did, actually I did. Number six, the drumming on that was what stood out to me. Um, so number six was the, the Satanist. Oh, there's, mm-hmm. there's a nice notification. Thanks for that. So the Satanist, I enjoyed that that song. Did you have a favorite? Uh, pfft, no. <laughs> I mean, the one that sticks out in my head probably is um, where's the name? The Ben Sahar number seven. But I think it just sticks out in my head because of the music. Like, there's no there's no song that like lyrically sticks out in my mind hmm. or you know is yeah. some kind of fine piece of artwork track six is entity the satanist and then entity said in the track six as well so that's the satanist belfast mm. said i enjoy the album but for me i do listen to metal in general on the daily and then patu said i can't really recall any songs listen to it last week i've forgotten yeah that's why me and Jake made sure to listen to it today. But I definitely didn't listen to it twice this week. Not a chance. No, and I couldn't either. There was no way. I did revisit it, a previous album this week. Um, oh, yeah? I revisited the Stone Roses album. Really enjoyed that album. Okay, um, there you go. You should revisit Brown Bird, Salt for Salt. I should. I'm <laughs> I just, just a big fan of that. And ever since, like, honest to God, ever since we listened to Stone Roses, I've become a fan of that album. And. Prior to that week, I definitely prejudged them and prejudged them wrongly. All right. So, next week's genre is disco. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be uh, back-to-back weeks of some very interesting sorry, talks. Sorry, Anthony pointed out we didn't even rate the album. Fuck. <laughs> so Anthony, I was too too hyped for disco. I was yeah yeah that's it. So would you, what rating would you give it, Jake? Um, I I mean I don't want to be an ass and I don't want to be like this is a two because because musically it's not and I can only judge this album on what I know and that's music and that's instrumental skill that's technical prowess. It's I can't judge this on like the quality of a death metal album. <laughs> like I have no right to do that. Um, and this is one of the few genres I'll ever say that about, but I'm going to give it a four and I'm going to give it a four mainly based on the fact that that drummer, yeah. you know, you pulled that album along really heavily. 
and like that's it I, I struggled with that this week for the exact same reasons there um, they're not bad music- like they are talented musicians and the fact that I was able to at least in one stage like I said weeks ago that I never I don't have a favourite drummer and I would never go Jesus he's a fantastic drummer in, in music like that never really happens to me so the fact that yeah. I was able to sit back and go whoa he's a fant- fantastic drummer that that in itself saves this album from being like a two. Um, yeah. Where, like, obviously at the end of the day, it doesn't deserve to be rated two. Um, but if I were to rate it two, that's purely based on my entertainment value of it, you know? But look, yeah. um, I'm going to go with the same as you, Jake. Give it a four. I think the drummer rescued it. The drummer rescued it. Um, yeah, d- definitely did. Yeah. Other than that, I didn't care for the album, if I'm being honest. Right, yeah. Uh, and it looks like it's, you know, it's a four from Patu, it's a five from Entity, it's a six from Belfast. Dimeser, we'd love to hear your rating. We do it out of ten every week. Uh, Butter, you're out there. Throw out your number. Uh, you know, let Belfast us know what you guys it. thought about it. Belfast also gave it a six based um, based on the smell. Hmm. Butter says a three. The harshest master of us all is the butter. As a metalhead, six point five. I'm glad. I'm glad it's Dimes' first show, and he already knows that we have no problem with decimal points here. <laughs> <laughs> Freely use them. Give us pie if you want. We don't care. <laughs> as well, I just say this here, and um, Dimes or anyone else if you're there, just give us a follow. I'd love to hear your thoughts next week when we did disco, for example. Are you going to listen to the disco album that we will find out in a few minutes? And if so, I'd love to hear your thoughts next week based on your thoughts of this week. So yeah. yeah. So just as a, re- a recap for anyone that's new, um, this week's album is about club music. But at the moment, we're going through what we're calling the great challenge. We're going through different genres, trying to find an album that Piggy will like. So Piggy is usually one of the hosts with us, um, but he was kind of getting burned out with all the, in his words, shit music. So he said he'll take a step back, um, listen to one or two songs, and if he likes it, he'll listen to the album. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, this week was death metal. Piggy just said, fuck that, I'm out. Um, <laughs> we're going to, in a moment, go on to a random album generator and randomly pick an album from the disco genre and who knows it could be a good album could be a shit album part of the joy of the generator isn't it yeah no and it really is and to just elaborate on what greg said piggy does have musical knowledge there's a reason he's on here with us piggy is definitely definitely our r&b our rap our urban like anything like that our hip-hop piggy is our expert like he his knowledge of that genre those genres are leaps and bounds beyond greg and i um even even combined but piggy doesn't listen to much else and greg and i have a bit more how would you put this greg? <laughs> wide tastes in music <laughs> and that's I'm a just, nice way to put that <laughs> yeah I, i'm trying to remember look i shouldn't be saying it because i don't remember the name of the band so it's just a pointless story but i'm just gonna get on my system my friend who's seen behemoth or behemoth live i was in his house recently and he was showing me another band. It was a rock band, like a, a metal band. Mm-hmm. And he was like, as you can tell, they, they, they also do a bit of disco guitar. And I was like, can you tell? How can you tell? So just 
kind of pointing out there that there are metal bands influenced by the disco genre. Just pointing that out. We are going to have an interesting week next week. <laughs> yeah. Right, I'm going to change the scene over so people can see the genre generator. So let's have a look here. Disco. Off to disco. Now, Greg and I probably know nothing about disco also, so... As you can tell. Like, and oh, yes, yes. That was my exact reaction. I was like, as you can tell, oh yeah, yeah, of course I can tell this is disco guitar, 100%. <laughs> very, very clearly. Yeah. So let's have a look here. Disco, disco, disco. No, just leave it like that. We'll do live at BBC Volume 2 on there by the Beatles. What? We're good. Oh, so no, the the, you, Remember, there's a delay. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm going to click share uh, disco. Dimeser says, Kiss did Disco, The Dark Days. I'll take a Kiss album. Fuck. I'm not a huge Kiss fan, but I'll I take a Kiss I have never album. listened to a Kiss album. It's definitely not the disco genre, so it's probably not what we want to do. Uh, all right, hit generate. Give us what we got. Show us what you got. What's happening? I don't know. What is happening? Know. I don't know. Do I need to refresh this page? It's our random album generator down. No, I just have to refresh the page. Oh, no. Oh, Lord. Stand by. <laughs> oh, lovely. So, do, 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 do. So for anyone who doesn't know on the Spotify podcast, um, right now the random generator is not working. So we will have a fail safe, which is we will Google disco. <laughs> disco albums of all time. That's what you Google, or top disco albums of all time, because that generator only has hits, like high high chart ranking albums so the, the best of disco 2007 duh, duh. oh i actually know some of these people's name random access me by daft punk is considered disco is it yeah i guess the Why? 10 essential disco albums to own on vinyl uh, sorry <laughs> that means our disco has killed the internet i knew it Belfast, Disco's dead, and so is the sick shocker. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much what just happened. Okay. Right. So, Disco, what did you find for us, JJ? Yeah, I'm looking. It's loading. I got Disco. I got a background picture of Disco Sue from The Simpsons pointing at Disco Records. So, chart. so this, you know this is a good list. We got a Donna Summer album, Love to Love You, Baby. She's considered the queen of Disco. Okay. 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 And we do know that Piggy loves a good, powerful female voice. And you got Gloria Gaynor, Never Can Say Goodbye. I, I, Gloria. Gloria. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, Dines are, I like it. Just pick a Bee Gees album and be done with it. I like that show. That's kind of a, yeah. I, I don't, yeah. But that Donna Summer album is super tempting because Donna Summer's voice is a godsend. Uh, is it? Oh, God, she's got the voice of an angel. Um, she really does. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's any Bee Gees albums on this list, so it makes it nice and easy no, for us. No, that's, that's, 
I think that's too easy for us, as in, like, right, let's go with your first suggestion of Donna Summers, will we? I mean, we can do, yeah, we can do Donna Summers if you want. Well, or I Donna know. Summer. Do I know Donna Summer? Maybe. I don't know. I couldn't tell you the name of her voice, but or the name of her songs, but, you know, Top Donna Summer album. Oh, it makes me put an S. It's always good when you search top someone album and it goes, no, no, no. You need to put an S at the end of that. Yeah, and, <laughs> I, and I don't want the greatest hits. Or do I? Do I want no, the no, no. Hits? No, because she had a long, long career. Okay. Uh, I'm guessing that it won't. There you go. Donna Summer, Bad Girls. Over 70 yeah. minutes of music. Lovely. Here's uh the one suggested on this list is Donna Summer Love to Love You Baby. Oh mm-hmm. love to love you, baby. like that? Maybe maybe. I honestly don't no. No, that's not her. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not 75 years old. I didn't live through disco. Right. So that's we need to we need to Settle this once and for all. Which Donna Summer's album are we going for? Quick, Greg, pull up the Donna Summer album random generator. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can right. I have Spotify on my phone now. Let me just change this here. I can I don't know. Click shuffle and see what comes up. Will I? Will I do that? Just gotta have some hot stuff, baby, this evening. All right, let's click shuffle and see what it is. All right, so that is. She Works Hard for the Money is the name of the song. What album is that right. from? I don't know. That I'm album so... is She Works Hard for the Money. That album came okay. out in 1983. Wasn't disco That's not right disco. Then? Yeah, disco was long dead by then. That's dance pop, I would say, if anything. Yeah, that's called New Wave and Post-Disco. Right, let's go with Love to Love You, Baby. That came in 1975. There we so, go. Love to Love You, Baby. I right. got to make a note here. Uh, or I'll just put it in the Discord before I forget. And that, Piggy's going to be happy. That album is six songs long at 36 minutes. And one of, yeah, okay, six songs long. Nice. And that's just me on the screen. Sorry about that, Jake. No, you're fine. I was putting uh, the album into the... And I called her Donna Summers. Her name is Donna Summer. Donna Summer. Damn it, Jake. Right. So this week's album is Love to Love You, Baby by Donna Summer. And as Patu said, short and sweet. Just, just like, like me. Yeah, just like this week's discussion. So, Jake, everybody... Thanks for joining us for the discussion on this week's album. Next week is Disco, Love to Love You Baby by Donna Summer. Um, have a listen to the album. Come back next week and join in on the discussion. Do you want to roll us out there, Jake, properly? Uh, are we doing an after show? Or are you going to bed? Nah, I'm going to bed. I'm up early in the morning. All Sorry. right, folks. No, no, you're fine. No, folks, hey. Uh, Dimeser, sometimes we have an after show after this where we get a little drunk and we talk nonsense and do a little... Uh, what this week's album after dark think of it like that this week we we won't be doing it though um but nice meeting you come back it was great having you in the chat 
As always, all you people out there, Entity, Belfast, Butter, Patu, all the listeners who haven't said anything, we love you all. Thank you for stopping by. This week was Behemoth's album, The Satanist. Wasn't our cup of tea. We'll find out what next week brings with uh, Love to Love You Baby by Donna Summer. Uh, We'll see you guys next week.